You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. And tonight, we are... Queens, welcome back to a celebratory episode. Uh, We have just... This is our sixth month birthday. Um, Thank you for sticking around through 26 episodes, Queens. Uh, It has been an amazing journey. And this week, we're keeping it going. We're talking Heathers, we're talking Six, we're talking the amazingness that is JSA. That's right, Jody Steele is joining us here. We're heading back out on tour. We love these tour girls and we're going to get through them all eventually. But today, we're talking with the wonderful Jody Steele about anything and everything. Um, if you guys are still wanting to submit your letters for the Project Herstory, please make sure you do September 15th to cut out. Info at thequeendomonline.com is the email address. Get them in. You don't want to miss out. This is going to be a great project to be a part of. Other than that, Queens, uh, let's get stuck in with Jody Steele here on the Queendom Podcast. It's time to get down. I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Hey, Queens, and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast. I am joined by Kay Howard from the UK tour, Miss Jodie Steele, this week. Hey, Jodie, how are you going? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am so excited that you are here. This is incredible. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start you off with an easy one. What's your favourite animal? My favourite animal is bunny rabbits. Ooh, yes, solid one. <laughs> um, summer, autumn, winter or spring? Summer summer that was decisive yeah. too there was no thought put in oh yeah totally what's your favorite tv series um oh peaky blinders yes oh my god have you seen it great tv show oh, yeah peaky blinders and <laughs> growing up what was the best piece of, of advice you were given um the best piece of advice i was given uh was by my oh, I've been given lots of good advice but um <clears throat> my dad taught me the reason season lifetime he said some people will come into your into your life for one of three three reasons um for a reason for a season or a lifetime and never be afraid if somebody leaves your life and you're not sure why there's a reason for that because they weren't meant to be there for a whole lifetime or for a whole season they just came in to teach you a lesson and there is a mic <clears throat> drop to start off. <laughs> wow. There we go. Um, so as I said before we hit record, I've just been scrolling through your Instagram and you have knocked off a ton of bucket list roles. Um, so how did, what was your introduction to theatre? How did you get into the performing arts? Um, I went to drama school, Guildford School of Acting, incredible school, and was really shocked um, when I got in, but I did. Um, And I actually deferred for a year because I wanted to be a singer-songwriter. That was kind of the path I wanted to go down. Um, But in the end, um, GSA, who, oh, thank you. Oh, my God, look at this service. Liam Doyle's just bought me a cup of tea. Um, It's because he knows I'm recording. Nice for the throat, you know. (laughs) Um, So, um, Uh, I, yeah, I actually auditioned for loads of drama schools after I kind of got into it sixth form and all my teachers were like, you must audition for drama school. And I was like, mm, I'll never get in. And I did. And then just two weeks before I was meant to start GSA, um, I changed my mind. I was like, oh my God, I'm, what am I doing? I'm going to go to um, music college to study music and songwriting. 
And then the day that I started, after I quit my place at GSA, the day that I started ACM, Academy of Contemporary, Academy of Contemporary Music, um, GSA rang and said, we're going to defer your place for a year with a scholarship. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so I did my year <clears throat> at ACM. And I guess it was just like my calling, right? Like it, that was meant to happen. And so I went to GSA and was the total underdog and just worked my way up at drama school and worked as hard blood, sweat and tears 10 hours a day at drama school until I kind of got to the level that I kind of needed to be. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, and I'm looking at your resume right now and you've ticked off some pretty big shows. Um, oh. So... Uh, just to name a few, there's Rent, Fame, Jesus Christ Superstar, Legally Blonde, Wicked, Heathers, Rock of Ages, Six. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like to look at that and be like, damn, I nearly didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Could you imagine? Um, as for, I promise you every day, like, I'm sure there are some actors or performers in the world that kind of get to a point where they're like, yeah, I'm fabulous. Of course I deserve that. I don't think I will ever be that person. I continuously have to pinch myself on a, on a daily basis. And I'll think I'm just, you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm just wondering when someone's going to realize that, you know, I, I'm not that good and I've just been faking it this whole time, <laughs> you know, like how, um, but I just, yeah, I just, I just, I think my work ethic is very good. I'll, I'll give myself that. I, I'm never afraid to put in the hours and to be tired and not get any sleep and to just keep pushing and pushing and have my fingers in lots of different paint holes. And I think that's kind of helped me on the way. But when I get these big parts, honestly, every time I'm like, what? Down the phone to my agent, like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> so it's, it's amazing. Talk about <laughs> Weekend for a second. Um, what was it yeah. like the first time you went green? Well, the first time I went green was before my, it wasn't for a show. It was just to like test it. And I just remember opening my eyes at the end and being like, oh my God, holy beep. Um, <laughs> um, and I had a photo with Jackie Hughes, who was my alpha because I started a standby and then took over towards the end. Um, and she was incredible and taught me everything I needed to know. I was a lot wiser than I was. And um, we had a photo together with our green faces. And I was just like, what is my life right now? But the first time I did my first show, I cried like a baby at the end. I was like, as if that just happened. Because it's Alphaba, you know. And I'd love to do it again one day. And um, I think it's a role that you can never truly be finished with. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love that. Um, and I just want to touch on the last two contracts that you did before six um because heather's first of all what was Big, it like uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty, pretty solid it went it went, it <laughs> went pretty big <laughs> um, so what was it like and now sophie is in town yeah. as well so what's it like going from that moment um heather's was mental uh and kind of projected me into a world that I was like not prepared for <laughs> um on social media you know there's a real big responsibility that I have now on social media to a come up with content and b <laughs> just to give people things to look up to rather than you know I I just have to be very careful with what I post and yeah. um it's a it's a job in itself and that was I was put into that world because of Heather's and um I'm so grateful for it and still count my blessings for that job every day and miss that mythic bitch all the time, you know, what a part. 
Um, but yeah, it was just incredible. Every night was incredible. Oh God, it was just, it was like nothing else. And I'm sure I will never do anything else like that again. I'll be surprised, but yeah, it was amazing. That's sick. And also Sherry and Rock of Ages, because Rock of Ages yeah. is such a sick show. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like to jump from Heather's to Rock of Ages through to six? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's like tick, tick, tick. <laughs> this has been a nice break. <laughs> lockdown, I mean, I say lockdown's been a break, not at all. I've been so busy. But um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, it was crazy. I had about two months between um, Rock of Ages and Six, which was nice. I taught a lot and kind of got my business up and running, um, JSA, Jody Steel Associates. And so that was kind of cool. Did a few concerts. Oh, actually, I did a workshop as well in between that time. So no, it wasn't really a break at all between the two. But um, <laughs> but between Heather's and Six, I finished Heather's on the Saturday night and was on stage. Um, sorry, between Heather's and Rock of Ages, I was finished Heather's on Saturday night and was on stage as Sherry on the Wednesday. Um, how do you explain, how do you? I hadn't actually. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically I was meant to start Rock of Ages in August, but then Heather's um, transferred. So the company of Rock of Ages was already open and the incredible Danielle Hope was playing Sherry Wysai. It was still finishing Heather's. And, um, I just did my homework for Rock of Ages whilst in my dressing room at Heather's, then joined the company on the Monday, watched their show, did a dress and rehearsal on the, no, did a rehearsal on the Tuesday with the cast, dressed on the Wednesday, and then I was on. How did your brain cope with doing a show while learning a show? Um, well, because I wasn't actually in rehearsals for it, I kind of had to do it off my own back. Um, and I was also teaching at the time during Heather's. So I remember it being quite stressful and I was quite tired, but I just kind of took it in my stride to be like, I need to know this. I need to know what I'm doing. I need to know where I'm exiting, where I'm entering, what I'm saying, (laughs) what I'm singing, what the choreography is. And because I had to, because I knew I wasn't going to have enough time when I joined the Rock of Ages cast. So I couldn't turn up to Rock of Ages on that Monday and be like, I haven't got a clue what I'm doing because I'd have been screwed. Um, so I just, every time I had a break or between shows at Heather's, I just smash, kept smashing it out in the dressing room. <laughs> Sophie and Tashan, I think, knew, knew Sherry as well as I did by the end of that contract. Yeah. <laughs> they did the costume fitting for Sherry in my Heather's dressing room. Wow. Like, yeah. Mad. Oh. <clears throat> so what was your introduction to this amazing show that is six? How did you find out about it? Um. Well, funnily enough, the first ever photo shoot for Six, before it was even a thing, I'm in. If you type on Google, um, Six, like, I'm poster. I'm as you speak. I, I need to find it for you to show you which one. You'll find the original ever poster. Um, hold on. And there's me. I think, I don't even know what character I'm meant to be. Um, but it was the first ever poster that they used, for the original, original cast. Um let me find it. I'm wearing leopard print trouser. Can you see it? You, you, it will look like it's like all the other ones, but it's not. <laughs> oh, is that the really dark one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Hold on. Yeah, at the front with the one bobo bun. Yeah. yeah. With Christina. Yes, 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 yes. I'm trying to find it now. Where is it? Wow. So that's um. So that was the first ever photo shoot for six. Oh, I'm trying to. Yeah, this one. Yeah. 
yeah what the hell um and yeah and they just invited me a lot I was modeling a bit and I got invited to come along and then afterwards they were like hey do you want to do the job and I was like nah I'm all right like I know I've got things going on and I don't know if it's gonna work lol (laughs) (laughs) no no um and then I had some gorgeous friends in it Amy Atkinson as most people know is a very dear friend of mine and um Christina in fact loads of the girls um Jen Genesis um yeah so uh they were like the original originals and then obviously you've got the OGs who were all up for the Olivier's and that just kind of blew up the same time as Heather's so I was kind of aware of it but obviously as I've just said we're so wrapped up in learning rock of ages and my teaching job during Heather's that it kind of blew up without without me really focusing on it and then you know fast forward less than a year and there was me being like hey I'll all right, I'll fancy that. Yeah. Ages, be like, hey, uh, you know that offer you gave me? I'll, I'll take you up. <laughs> well, I, I was in for it whilst I was in Rock of Ages. So, um, yeah, I was. I remember that being quite hard. I couldn't make all the auditions either. So I have Lucy and Toby to thank you for giving me the job without being able to make a final audition process. Um, yeah, so that yeah. was pretty epic. <laughs> Amazing. And what was it like getting the call for this show saying, yeah, cool, you're Howard? Do you know what? I was actually on my way back from an audition that day for a different show. And I remember I was in York and I just thought it was a write-off because obviously I couldn't go to the finals. Um, And my agent rang me and I thought she was ringing me to say, you know, no, or yes, you've got a recall for this one. I was just in that morning. She was like, so you got six? And I was like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) And I was in a sandwich shop in York. (laughs) I cried. (laughs) And these people were like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I just got a job. (laughs) I'm the queen now. (laughs) Yeah, so that was pretty epic. But I'm eternally grateful, honestly. Like, I really, truly am. And I'm guessing the learning process for six was a little bit easier than Rock of Ages, considering you had... I don't know I don't know about that six is probably one of the hardest shows I've ever learned I think any queen would say that learning it is a nightmare because it's just so intricate and and you know the disciplines are so integrated along with a fourth discipline the microphone (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah it was just a whirlwind I think all of us had at least five breakdowns during during the rehearsal process (laughs) (laughs) talk me through your amazing cast that is the tour girls because you all have an incredible group out on the road yeah Um, yeah we do we really do so going off the other tours that you've done internationally and in the UK how does this compare to those um it's a real tight-knit family and obviously it's very special it's all girls and some people can be like whoa and uh, listen I'm I am a girl's girl but all my best friends are boys so it was always going to be I'm a bit of a Ladette like so it was always going to be a bit like whoa but my god it's just like having eight sisters because obviously there's nine of us rather than six because there are three incredible alternates and um so supportive such a team and every single one of them inspires me and pushes me and I'm just amazed by them and jealous of their talents and their vocal cords (laughs) and their dart and how beautiful they are and their dance abilities and just it it pushes me it drives me it drives me through the shows when I when I feel dead to, to my core of how knackered I am on my like a nine show week and we're on the ninth show and we've done it twice that day and I look to my side and see how much they're sweating and giving it. I'm like, okay, I got this. It's fine. Cause I'm with them. 
and that's what that's what drives me for sure in the shows 100% and the audience of course and their energy but it really is the girls next to you for sure yeah amazing um speaking of tours um how how do you handle life on tour because obviously this isn't your first tour that you've done um so do you kind of have a way of getting into the tour mindset so you're okay with being away from home for so long Mm. and um doing this kind of on your own but with your cast essentially yeah um it's a difficult one because I think I've noticed as I've got older um for instance fame was like seven years ago for me and that was my first kind of big tour yeah I did um Tina before that which was kind of an international arena job which was ridiculous um (laughs) But like first being in your suitcase, turning up to what we call digs every week, a.k.a. living yeah. in people's houses. Yeah, I remember being young and just never coming home and doing the whole tour, just going from venue to venue, even on the day off and just exploring the venues. And since I've got older, um, obviously I'm with Liam now. We're, he's an actor too. and um, He's done lots of tours and we just bought our first property. So six for me um, has been a bit different. I think Rock of Ages, I was there as well. I wanted to go home a, a lot more. I'm, I'm just, you know, a bit more mature now and, and not so like, doof, 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 yeah. doof. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, I get in my car. That last show of the week, I'm in my car and I'm on the motorway before you've even known I'm off the stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because that's important for me. And you, you do get that the more, the longer you've been in the industry. And, you know, Jen Caldwell's another one who's, who's got an, a huge CV and has been doing this for longer than I have, you know, yeah. and, um, and, and you get, you get a great connection with, with someone like that. And also it's great to have the grads who are fresh on the tour and, you know, Mads and Athena, they're, they're babbers and you get to pass things over to them, but you also learn from them because they're fresh out of drama school and, yeah. um, and it's just great. And we just bounce off of each other and we're all at different points in our lives, but we all come together for the show. So it's a, it's different now. I, I just, I love being on tour. I love the new venues every week and I have my favorite coffee shop in each place. Cause I've done yeah. that many tours. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite yoga studio, coffee shop, gym, like every place. Oh, Jenny, um, you're back. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> literally like no joke. And sometimes I even return to the same digs. So I'm like, Hey, it's me, I'm home. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that end of the week, I'm, I'm definitely straight in my car to come home and, either see my family or come to my home home with Liam and just it's important it's important to do that because you're really on top of each other on tour and it's important to remember your independence and your life you know you can't let it become your life you have to kind of separate the two amazing piece of advice right there um (laughs) talk me through your pre-show kind of routine for Howard how do you (laughs) the fact that was followed by a laugh is just no I know because I know what Because if you were to ask the other girls what my pre-show ritual is, it would be have a shower. I even if I'm squeaky clean uh, and I haven't sweated in the warm-up, I have to have a shower. I love to feel dead fresh in my costume, smelling good and feel nice and warm. You know that warm feeling when you get out of the shower. That is like boom, like I'm ready. Voice is warm, body's warm. Let's do this. Um, and I always suck on a Jakeman's which is a throat sweep, which actually does nothing for you, but it's just to rest my mind, you know. Got a bit of saliva in there, ready to go. Because it's quite hard, because we don't get much time off stage, so yeah. it can become quite dry. Um, but, yeah, so I always have a shower, and I'm normally the last one down to stage. Amazing. 
<laughs> not because I take the longest to get ready. I actually take the shortest time to get ready out of everyone, but I leave it to the latest out of everyone. Is that a superstition thing or is it a just... No, uh, I'm just terrible. <laughs> just terrible timekeeping. I'll be cracking on with something else and then it'll be the 10-minute call and I'm there in my underwear with not a spot of makeup on. I've done it, trust me. I've even started putting makeup on at the five and got down to the stage just in time. <laughs> How far can you go? <laughs> Let's really push it and make everyone distress. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of six? What's what's the thing that makes this show to you so special? The fact that uh we are in we're no longer in a man's world. But I don't want to say we're in a woman's world because as much as I I'm a strong supporter of females, obviously, because I am one. I wouldn't say that I'm actually a feminist because I believe in equality. And I can't wait for the day where a human is just simply seen as a human who gives a crap where they're from or how old they are or what their body looks like, what their skin color looks like, what they believe in. You're just a human. That's the end of the story. Doesn't matter who they love or whatever. You are a human being and that should be the end of the conversation. And until we hit that day, then we haven't achieved equality at all. Um, but for this show, it's on that path of just saying, you know, for so long, we've seen things from a man's point of view. And of course, in history, it's always written from a man's point of view because all the bloody authors from back then are men. <laughs> right. So we only know it from a man's point of view. Um, and this Toby and Lucy have have spun it on its head and brought a group of women together and told it from the female point of view. And I think that's so important now because we are often painted females in, in a kind of weak way, you know, that we're, we are lesser than the man who we are with. And it's just not true. And Six highlights that in such a perfect way, bringing it, you know, to very modern times and, um, and showing women for how strong they can be even, and it doesn't lie either, which I love. Yeah. I mean, it, yes, it has its twists, but yeah, it does show that Berlin was a bit cheeky and a bit naughty. Yeah, it does show that Howard was a bit of a stroppy cow at times. <laughs> it, does, it does show that Cleves was a bit like, hey, you know, like, I mean, our Cleves, all the Cleves are beautiful that we have in our show. But it doesn't take away the fact that Cleves back then may not have been as attractive as what uh, needed to be, whatever the hell that means. But, and it, you know, it, it does it doesn't fa- uh, shy away from the fact that women do make mistakes because yeah. we're human, but men do too. And for too long, we pretend that men don't and women do. And now we've started to level it out. And I think that show, this show is just, you know, really hitting that home. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Um, getting into Howard, what was it like? Because you've seen, had that whole experience of seeing costumes for the first time. How does seeing the pink compare to seeing Elfie, seeing Heather? Like, how does that moment of seeing that creation by Gabby compared to the others? Well, every time I put a costume on, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, I think, to be honest, the, the biggest costume um, moment in my life was, well, the first time I saw Wicked, I watched Kerry Ellis as Elphaba. And I had Kerry Ellis's Elphaba Wicked Witch dress. Um, so when they tried it on me, I cried. And then they said, this is Kerry Ellis's dress, but remade, like re-altered for you. And I was like, what <laughs> <laughs> I was like what 
um so that was epic um but yeah the sixth costume well obviously I've seen Ames in it um and how beautiful she looked um I was actually really nervous because I you know being a girl and I know I shouldn't have these thoughts but I was like oh am I gonna look as good as all the other Howards like you know I'm a bit lanky and I'm not a big fan of my figure so everyone will be going like what Instagram it's great filters and angles guys filters and angles um but um but yeah I was really nervous and um and when I put it on and everyone around me made me feel good and it, and the girls said that I look good and they all looked unreal I was like okay I got this but there are nights where I go out and I'm out of eating a burger or whatever and I'm a bit bloated and I'm a girl and a human so I do get a bit nervous but it is an epic costume and it is I'm sorry girls but it's the best costume in the show <laughs> And everyone's going to be like, ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, come on with the pink pony, that splash of pink, the skirt, the little top. Um, yeah, and the fact that it's made for your body. Like the, the costume process in Six is so personalised. And, you know, you've seen it. All the costumes are actually edited, each individually for each person. Not a single costume is exactly the same. And that is yeah. unreal, you know, like, and so unique and so special. So, and I actually... I remember when the lockdown started and I said to Liam in tears, I went, do you think I'm ever going to wear my Howard costume again? Because <laughs> um, I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. Every night I get it on and I get the whole get up and the earrings and the lipstick and the eyes and the glitter and the hair and I'm in the costume and the boots. I'm like, bam, yeah. let's go. <laughs> That's I, oh, The costume's just, ah, I love I know, it. I know, I know. Gabby, man. Right. Let's <laughs> yeah. go to another part of this show that I love and someone that I always talk of, um, Carrie Ann and this choreography that you're doing. What the hell? I don't like, even have I'm... to ask a question. You know exactly where I'm going with this. When, so I was already a huge fan of Carrie. Um, just uh, classes that she'd done and seen the way she moved and obviously her impact on Hamilton. And when she came into the room for the first time, I was like, oh my god I was so nervous I got all the steps wrong and I was like I went home that night like no (laughs) Um, she's epic and I teach a lot of six workshops as you might have seen um, on on the internet Uh, and we've kind of what I really respect with her is she sent an email out to all past and present queens being like this is this is the material that I want you to teach and I don't want you to teach the other stuff of course, because it's your baby. Like, and you know, I'm sure if Carrie Ann was to come and teach these workshop, it would put us all to shame because <laughs> she knows every justification of I every watched move. her do a workshop in New York and just the way she teaches, like I can't even imagine what you guys go through. I watched her teach, I think it was six, like a little piece of, yeah, a little piece of six. And I was just like, Yeah. Oh, like, She's epic. Wow. She's so epic, yeah. And I just, you know, and I, I hope I get to work with her again and again and again. I think she's a genius. I think the choreography actually is one of the most genius things about the show. The whole package is, but the choreography is just everything. You don't need set because of the choreography. And your, that is all on carry. What's your favourite piece of choreography in the show? Oh, uh, I'm going to make you choose. <laughs> okay, okay. So my favourite choreography to dance is No Way. Yeah. But I think the cleverest choreography in the show is all you want to do. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
the fact that the girls have to keep straight faces and you know all that just the way that they change characters and the are uh, yeah i think it's so clever so clever maybe you can clarify this i've had this thought every time i've watched all you want to do mm-hmm. what is the whole direction behind like the rag doll kind of movements that the girls do behind you to convey that she was like a used doll cool yeah that's yeah so I just wanted to make sure that I was on the yeah right. yeah cool. <laughs> yeah incorrect like the core and then suddenly they turn into like the gentleman and oh yeah. and just the way you run down the line and all their hands just brush against your body oh I just yeah I think it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> and the end choreography right at the end as well like I don't think people realize how heartbreaking that number is until you see it visually no I I didn't connect with this song until I saw it mm. staged and I was like damn like yeah and I think you know I think they were clever with not I mean Amy's take on the album is just perfect like it's perfection it is Howard and I think they were clever in not making it too emotional at the end because it is an album and you want to kind of listen to the bop in your car I think and and six in general is almost like a pop album so I think if they'd taken it too far it would have been a bit contrasting to the rest of the album so I think they were clever there and then obviously you're still so surprised when you come and see it in person so I think they did a really good good thing there good move yeah 100 percent um Let's chat JSA for a sec because you brought that up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so talk us through what JSA is and uh, what your mission is over there. So uh, JSA, I was approached by a guy, called, a guy called Carl Strickland who I taught for a couple of times and he was like, your passion, your drive, your energy. And I am by no means the, the, one of the best artists you will see. Trust me. I just black. Um, and I, I, I put as much as I can into it. And when I'm teaching, I give as much as I can. And he was like, let's start a school and plaster your name all over it. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I was like, no one will come. And he was like, trust me. And in the end, he persuaded me. It took about two months of persuading me. We, within a month, we had hoodies, workshops, Instagram, you name it. And, um, since this lockdown's happened, we've gone online. It's been mental. Every Sunday, there's a JSA workshop with myself. Um, I was going to incorporate other teachers into it, but I actually just wanted to keep it very personal to me because JSA is so new. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to show the people that come that I will be as heavily involved with JSA as I can do. Obviously, I can't always be there because I'm a performer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I will oversee everything. Um, but my main focus is after the lockdown to a take international online so i will do workshops online only for international people not involving anyone from the uk just international uh because that's a great way now that we've all got used to zoom (laughs) of incorporating the world (laughs) i mean well done and good luck with that check that you receive for whoever (laughs) created zoom you know buy all the houses um because they really hit home on lockdown um and um yeah uh and then in the uk I'd like to take it out to across, you know, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and North England, South England. Because at the moment we're based in the Midlands and I know it's hard for people to travel. Um, but I just need to get the interest up and um, get people talking about it and get people buying the hoodies. And then, you know, I want to just create an army of people that love each other, respect each other, support each other, lift each other up, inspire one another. It doesn't matter what level you're at. It doesn't matter how unconfident you are 
It doesn't matter how anxious you feel. I want JSA to be a place where those people feel amazing and incredible and leave a JSA session feeling that not only have they improved in their ability, but they've proved, improved in their belief for themselves when they walk out the door. So that's what I want JSA to be. I want it to be a place of respect for everyone, no matter what level, that everyone to teach everyone do you know what I mean like we we can all learn from each other I will learn from them they will learn from me I'm going to bring teachers in from the West End or national tours or whatever um to do master classes and we will try and do that once a month um so we've got lots of plans we're going to set up an elite squad they've they're going to have a performance in London hopefully things crossed on the 4th of October and we'll do rehearsals throughout the summer for that just to showcase them to any contacts in the industry and yeah, so it gives the JSA as a platform to build to, which is to get into the elite squad, if you know what I mean. Man, if you, yeah. you guys aren't inspired right now, because I, <laughs> you can put my name down for that international. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, oh, that's sick. That was the best pitch of a business I've ever heard in my life. That was just like, that was passion, guys. If you don't have passion in what you're doing. Oh, there's no point then. Yeah, um, totally. No. Uh, what's the best thing about teaching and doing these workshops? Um, well, I, I, well there's, a, there's a thing that I'm kind of known for. It's my warm-ups. <laughs> they're long, they're hard, and they're sweaty. And I never sit back and watch I do it with them I take it and I do it with them and I work as hard as them and by the end of it of the 20 to 30 minutes however long I make it we're all knackered together we're all ready to dance together we're all covered in sweat together we're all you know raring to go revved up got our blood pumping together and I think that's the best thing about teaching is that it's a real united thing it's a together thing and when I leave the building I feel just as inspired hopefully as they do when I see them pick up a routine and they're giggling and they're laughing and they're enjoying it and and I see the frustration in their face when they can't get something but they're trying so hard I'm like oh, I see myself in you like that you are me and if I if I can project anything it's not the skill or the talent it's the work ethic yeah um that's the thing that I want JSA to be about it's not what you can do already is what you can do if you work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that. And I love it when they all dance the routine at the end and then I get to do it with them. And, yeah, I just love it so much. I'd be, I feel I have achieved by helping them achieve, and that's a great feeling. Man, you are awesome. I, I, oh, that's so <laughs> good. Um, Bring it back to six. You've had mm -hmm. the opportunity to meet queens worldwide. You've met the entire Broadway cast. Um, mm -hmm. So talk me through getting to get to New York and meet them and go through the whole process of like, oh my God, you're doing the same thing I'm doing like in a different country. Holy crap. Yeah, it was so amazing. Um, I am really good friends with Sam Pauly, who plays Howard. I was already really good friends with her and I love her so much. And I wish she lived in my country. Um, <laughs> uh, and meeting them was incredible. It was the first time, this is so naughty, but watching Broadway was the first time I'd actually sat and watched Six. I'd never watched it out front before, ever. Um, I know, what? So I'd never, I have still not to this day watched my own cast do it. So naughty. I will fix that. <laughs> um, I just, every time I get a scheduled show off, I have something to do. And I, I, I kind of, you know, 
utilize the time that I have. And so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I watched it for the first time and was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> Uh, but obviously there was added bonuses for the Broadway production, like a certain Cleves quick change. What? Um, and a new music at certain points, new music arrangements, new choreography. I was like, what? A whole par moment at the end that we don't have yet in the UK, but well, I'm sure will be incorporated into rehearsals after this damn lockdown. Slash, it's really important. Everybody stay at home and stay safe and lighten that most. So there we go. Um, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so... Uh, meeting them afterwards I was like fangirling hard but what was so funny is they were like oh my god it's you and I was like oh my god it's you like and we had a big photo and the best bit about the whole thing when everybody had kind of cleared and no one was around and it was just me and them they were like are you as dead as us? <laughs> and I was like, yes. And, you know, we discussed how challenging the process is and how odd it is at the show. Because watching it, you think 75 minutes, boom, in, out. It's, I don't know what it is, but it's so physically, emotionally hard. It's amazing. It's the best thing ever, but it's really hard. And yeah. just to kind of connect over that and share that feeling and kind of giggle about it, I think made me feel more human and then feel more human. And like, oh, every sixth cast has it. And yeah, it was just a, it was bonding over pain. <laughs> uh, the first time I watched it, I remember thinking, oh yeah, this is fun. And then as I went back for more, I was like, damn this is just like 75 minutes of like almost torture <laughs> like it's just non-stop like yeah there ain't no really, joke like <laughs> in the heels doing the choreography like it's, it can't be easy <laughs> no it's not but it is amazing and I think it's more amazing because when you get to the end of it you truly feel like you've achieved climbing Mount Everest every yeah. time you finish the show <laughs> do you know what I mean you're like oh I've done another one but it is the best feeling and Honestly, I've tried to not think about it that much in lockdown because every time I do, I, my heart hurts like oh, it hurts. I've been and having I just, this conversation like every second day and every time we get to this point in the conversation, I start getting emotional because I like, I miss the show and like, I'm not even in it. <laughs> so I can't even like <laughs> imagine it. Yeah, yeah, I truly do. I, I, I miss it. And, you know, when when you live for this kind of stuff and, you you can't I only come alive on stage that's when I feel alive the rest of the time I'm kind of just bouncing around maybe a bit when I'm teaching as well but when I'm alive when I feel like oh this is why I'm on this planet is when I'm on stage and to have that torn away is is a lot but I just remind myself hey this I'm not the only one this is happening to this is happening to everyone and then I take my little man uphill and get on with my day because the most important thing is that you know we're saving people's lives and that's the end of that conversation you know what I mean that's where the conversation ends because as much as we all want this that and the other and we miss this that and the other it just doesn't matter right now um it will again at some point but right now is is safety and health and our loved ones and that's that's just got to be what it is so I just kind of try not to think about it (laughs) I am so excited for the the first night of shows back like I, I, I just know, keep right? thinking of like how insane social media is gonna be <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, I'm not even excited for like pubs and clubs to open it, it it's theater to go back because a hundred percent yeah theater community is going to be insane you guys are going to be like all over social <laughs> it's just gonna be such a big party and, like yeah, oh. it's gonna... <laughs> um, 
Oh, I thought of a question, but now I've forgotten it. Um, oh, <laughs> Amy's concert. Um, let's touch on that. You said you were friends with Amy. Um, doing that with Annabelle, Sam. Um, what was that night like? Well, epic, because I hadn't even started rehearsals yet. <laughs> so I was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> fast forward. I didn't even know, like, I hadn't even had a single session on the song. I didn't even know the verse that I was singing uh, really that well. Um, I actually got the words, I forgot the words on the night briefly. It was really funny. It made us all laugh. I'm always that one you can count on to make it very casual, you know? Um, (laughs) But it was epic and I'm 100% going to watch her whole concert um, when she's streaming it. I can't remember what date it is, but she Uh, is streaming it. Um, I think it's probably going to be streamed by the time this episode goes live, but (laughs) we're going to do it just for date purposes. So it was um, streamed on the... <laughs> 31st of May. Actually, we yeah. get in before that. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, so it was epic and it made me feel part of not only six, but there's a real tight knit with the Howards. Yeah. There's a real Howard thing. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed that, but there's a real kind of... I think because her story is probably the most heartbreaking to yeah. be fair out of them and all probably one of the hardest to portray on stage as well oh it, yeah it's the hard it is depth. yeah yeah it's the hardest queen it's the queen that gets the most notes from the directors and composers. <laughs> it's the hardest song in the show to sing um and perform uh, it's the longest one it comes at probably the most difficult place in the show i know pars after but you know you're last you know what i mean and you get a bit of water before and yeah it's just i think it's um everyone had told me who who was in the show both the alternates and the howards it is the hardest and it, it really is yeah it's the most challenging most challenging one i think arrogant's quite a hard track as well just because she's got a lead quite a lot um but yeah howard is flash she's fire that one for sure <laughs> I love that. Um, what is your favourite moment in the show to perform? The bit where it goes, get your phones out, you're going to want to film this. But most importantly, get ready to dance. Hey, because the drum bit. I love it. Oh, oh you just struck a nerve. We got it. Um, amazing. Um, wow. This went by so quick. I'm like looking at my notes. I'm like, what have I missed? But we haven't. Well, I talk a lot. I'm so sorry. I chat for England. It's it's a big problem. (laughs) What's the best memory that you've had? Um, Let's go on tour. So not just with six, just on tour with your girls. What's uh, a moment that stands out that you'll hold on to? Oh, um, oh my God, the sing-along in Salford two and a half thousand people the sing-along it felt like we were little mix and I remember all of us coming off stage like what just happened like it was so epic that I I have never performed to such a wild crowd in my whole life ever so the sing-along in Salford was just I think it was at some point in January as well so it was like after those Christmas blues yeah but they didn't care they were giving it it was unbelievable What's the best, it like best moment for me? To hear two and a half thousand people sing a show back at you. Frightening. There was one time in Kingston where we had a sing along, and I was watching a girl sing my words. Bless her. She sung the words, wrong words. And, it put, <laughs> and I did this thing. Where I was like, um, I went, oh, what did I go? Serious, large Henry VIII. <laughs> 
um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is amazing. You just feel like you feel like a pop star. Like I'm living my pop star dream, you know? <laughs> yeah. What was the transition like for you from coming off Heather's going into rock of ages and then jumping into the queendom and having the fans of this show come to you? Um, well, I was kind of prepped for, for what the world is like because of Heather's. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, um, but it, it, it was mental. I think the six queendom is, is much bigger. Um, then the Heather's kind of clan maybe when Heather's comes back it will grow again but I think six is really like taking over the world right now so quite frightening <laughs> <laughs> um and, and again I, s- I said this way at the beginning but like it, there is a sense of responsibility to yeah. not only b- on stage but who you are as a person what you convey as a person what you believe in and yeah so there is a responsibility there but it's a great responsibility to have and and um yeah, it's epic. The, the Queendom are epic. So supportive. So, so, so supportive. Yes, of course, we get comparisons and some negative comments, but me no care about that. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do your thing. If you need to do that, then fine. If that's what makes you feel better. Of course, there's always going to be negative comments um, online because people grow balls behind a keyboard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Speaking oh, <laughs> words that I... Yeah, but I'm sure if I met them face to face, they'd be so lovely, and I wouldn't have a clue that that was actually the person telling me that I was dreadful on stage the other night. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I just, yeah, I, I I've been lucky enough to have some experience in it, um, more so maybe than some of the other queens. Yeah. Um, to, just to kind of take it on the chin, and but yeah, the positive, the positivity from the queendom is out of this world. So that's all that matters. Exactly. Oh, I love that. That was a perfect note to kind of wrap things up on um so what we'll do guys if you haven't checked out jsa the link for the jsa's website will be down below um, oh you're a dream thank you don't <laughs> click on it i'm gonna come find you and make sure you do um also jody's at so all her fo- uh, social media will be down there as well and if you don't follow her um what are you doing with your life go do it um <laughs> <laughs> know where to find us that's Oz Queenum and the Queenum cast and uh yeah that kind of wraps things up Jody. one last thing with the whole quarantine um the last question that I've been asking everybody is what's the biggest thing that you miss about six right now coming off the stage with the girls dripping in sweat um, telling one another how great we did and how funny that part was and oh my god when you tripped there and oh when you gave me that look and just that immediate reminiscent of the show we've just done when we're panting like dogs and covered in sweat and we've just achieved all of that together that's that's what I miss yeah amazing that's that's a pretty yeah I love that <laughs> just, every time someone talks about the support in this show it just yeah. Gets me going and I absolutely love yeah. it. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, Queens, that wraps us up for another week here on the Queen of Podcast. Thank you so much, Jody, for coming and hanging out and having a chat. I really appreciate Thank it. You. <laughs> Thank Queens, you for having me. Anytime. And Queens, we will be back <laughs> next week with a brand new episode of the Queen of Podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.